0: Ten. My name is Obed Velas, and one of, I'm one of your hosts. And with me, is, as always, is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, guys? What's
1: good? It's good to be back with you uh, here on the No Low Time Podcast. We made it to episode ten,
0: Obed. Yeah, it's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know we we to talk about this for a while, and now to see it coming through to fruition and ten
0: episodes. Wow, it's gone by pretty fast. Yeah, I I know. It it feels like we just started like two weeks ago i know i know yeah. and we've we've already uh, you know we're at 11 episodes technically if we count zero but uh 10 episodes man uh my mom' I'm, I'm, st- I'm still having fun i'm still not not mad with you joe you're, you're fine you're fine <laughs> same year oh man same year no i know i feel
1: like we've really grown like through this you know and, and i think there's so much room for us to grow more but um, you know we'll look back on this even here episode ten and we'll be at episode one hundred, and uh, you know we'll we'll see more progress I'm sure. I mean this is this is fun. Hopefully,
0: right, right. So Joel, what's up man? How you doing? What you what you been up to? Yeah, yeah. So so since we last spoke, my fun uh,
1: experience that I had that I mentioned to you, you all last time to look out for was that I was gonna be going to see Spider Man Homecoming. Um, you guys know Spider-Man is my favorite superhero character, um, for those of you who have listened to past episodes. So, this was an important film for me to see. It's actually, it's pretty funny. I was talking um, I was talking to someone, a, a family member, uh, a while back, and when they saw the first trailers come out for Spider-Man, um, they're in another state. And they spoke to me on the phone, and they, they immediately they immediately wanted to talk to me because they said are you going to see spider-man like they knew and a whole nother thing they knew like joel and spider-man this is for real um nice. but but so yeah i so i saw spider-man the way i chose to see it was the same way i saw wonder woman which was the 40x theater uh, i had such a great time with wonder woman like that i said i gotta do it for spider-man too especially with all the herky-jerky movements that he has jumping around you know you actually feel like you're jumping around in the chair which is amazing nice. um but as for the film itself i i <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to stay purposely like really chill like you know i like to just absorb everything after seeing something but my instant reaction was this is the best spider-man
0: movie i've seen wow, and i text
1: awesome. and i texted you that when i left the theater
0: yeah 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 i was i was at home i got your text so yeah. yep yep awesome.
1: i i i text you that honestly um you know, there's there's parts of the other movies. That's not putting the other movies down, especially the Toby Maguire film. Um, But there there's so much of how they've just delivered and delivered and delivered in this film. The pacing is wonderful. The story is wonderful. The acting is wonderful. Um, nice. The portrayal is believable. That was a problem we have with the other movies. These people are trying to portray a high schooler and these guys are in their 30s. You have an actual uh, you know, 20, 20 year old guy portraying this high schooler, it's much more believable. And I tell you, as you watch it, I'm having, I was having, you know, thoughts of stuff that, you know, when I was in high school and, and, you know, it was so, so relatable and that's how Spider-Man spoke to me at a young age, because he's a, one of the most relatable characters in all the comics. Take away his powers and just him as a person, Peter Parker, he's super relatable and they nailed that in the film. Also, Michael Keaton. Um, wow, what a great job. I mean, we know he's a great actor. You know, yeah. one of the best Batmans. Are, some people say he is the best Batman. You know, there's a debate there. But, <laughs> man, he did such a great job as Vulture. There's a lot of spoiler stuff I would love to talk about with his character, uh, especially with some stuff that happens at the end of the film where some people were saying, you know, I don't understand this. I don't understand why he would figure this or figure that or whatever. Um, you know, his character is not a dumb villain. They make him very smart. He, you relate with him. There's even a little bit, There he has a, a monologue that he's having, just him and Spider-Man just talking. And as they're talking, he's the way he was speaking, you sympathize with him and you have an understanding of where he's coming from. You know, there's a little bit of a, I don't want to say political part to it, but there is a, a sense of, well, you know, the, he's talking about the rich being at one place and him being at another, and they'll never understand the divide between those at the top and those at the bottom. And, and, and it, it's, it's so powerful just because of you have the portrayal, but then you have this person expressing it, and it made you um, feel that, honestly, he's probably
0: up there uh, with Loki as one of the best villains in the MCU. That, that's just my opinion. Nice. That's, that's great to hear. Cause in my opinion, Fulcher is one of the weakest, uh, Spider-Man villains. Absolutely. Like, like on the cartoon on a, on the 90s cartoon, he was not great. And even on the comic books, his design has always been really bad. Uh, So, I mean, in my opinion, so, I mean, this design is, is, you know, it's, it was like, like the Green Goblin on, on the first Spider Man, uh, Tobey Maguire movie, which was, you know, very, uh, a very strong departure from uh, the classic Green green Goblin. Um, But uh, it's great to hear that, that Vulture turned up to be, turned out to be a great, great villain. So, that's good. Yeah,
1: he he really did, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that too about him being you know considered weak because that was the same thing I was thinking about with it was you know he's a character that's kind of goofy like when you really think about it he's very yeah. strange like not yeah. not something you would take very seriously like only vultured against Spider-Man kind of thing but the way they did him in the movie. Honestly, the visuals of this film is phenomenal. Oh my goodness! That's awesome. The, the you know like even, even though you know Vulture is wearing you know it, it, that CGI and, and and different stuff, it the the way that they they captured the Vulture character and the way they captured Spider Man the two interacting. I this I never was taken out with the CGI like that was a problem I had I mentioned to you with Wonder Woman where like the film was so solid but there's a couple scenes where you're like you see like it's her and then you see it's like a CGI person jumping around yeah. like with this it did not take me out of it at all the CGI was spot on that's not knocking Wonder Woman this is a comparison that's but good. but uh, you know there's 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 two in credit sequences I will say that I'm not gonna go into what it is. One is a serious one, and one is uh, just a fun one. Um, I prefer the fun one over the serious one. I don't hate the serious one. I don't want to spoil it, but I will say that it is indicative of the larger Sony universe or some things that they had in the past that made me kind of, you know... Made, made, made me not too happy with Sony in the past now obviously they're making it clear that this is an MCU connection because of it being in the Spider-Man MCU film um so I was I'm very I'm cautious about it um nothing it's not that it's a bad scene or anything it's just what it means made me cautious uh, but the the second fun end credit sequence, I I had a great time laughing. The people next to me were laughing. Everyone, excuse me, everyone in the theater that stayed was laughing. Which, yes. by the way, if you never stick around for a Marvel end and credit sequence, you're not a true fan. I'll Come say on. that
0: much. I, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at, this, I, at this point, you know that the movie hasn't ended when the credits roll.
1: I mean, with all due respect, <laughs> you're you're sitting in a 4DX theater. You know how much money you have to spend for those tickets. You can wait an extra four minutes and not move from your seat with the end credits. Like you paid enough money, you can sit yeah. in the seat the whole way through. No one's kicking you out. And so when I see people get up after the first end credits, I'm like, come on, guys, like, don't don't do this. So, but that, that's just a sidetrack. Um, but all in all, it's a really good film. I don't have any problems with the Iron Man Spider Man costume. Um, <laughs> it, it, he, he is a, it is an Iron Man suit that they
0: gave him, but I don't have any yeah. problems with it. It's it's, it's it's more like that Iron Spider kind of thing. So they they kind of try to make mix them. Uh, them I I can't of. I won't say anything about the Iron Spider. Wink uh, wink. Uh,
1: wink,
0: uh, wink. Yeah, see, wink wink, wink wink. Yeah, so this. So uh, the only thing the only thing that I heard that it was kind of spoiled to me was that there's the and I and I don't know which villains but I heard that there's like six different references to Spider-Man villains around the movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. So
1: so like what's just I mean, this, this doesn't spoil anything. There there's multiple names of characters that they say right away. Some of the you knew like you knew the Shocker you knew the Prowler and those characters were going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. But um the way they use them, instead of making where it's a villain here, a villain there, a villain everywhere, there's Michael Keaton's character, and then there's his henchmen, and they kind of make them like henchmen kind of idea. Uh-huh. So you don't see the totality of where... These characters can go much further if they want to. I don't think they'll use them in that capacity, at least not all of them,
0: yeah. but they, I think they balance it just fine. Cool. Cool. All right. Awesome man, I'm I'm excited. I I, I really want to see it again. I, I I refuse to go to the movie theater with a two year old, so I'll I'll wait it out and uh and I'm kind of excited now more than a little bit that I was before, uh when the movie whenever it comes out and we'll talk about that later, uh during our our uh kind of news section. So yeah, no, definitely, and I understand, man. I mean, you got you got a family. I know
1: you'll see it. You know when, when you can. I'm blessed to live that lavish bachelor life. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> But one one interesting thing, though, Joe, and I don't know where she learned it from. My daughter comes up to me yesterday and goes, Spider-Man? And I was like, wait, what? Where you learned that from? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I salute you,
0: little one. <laughs> so, so, yeah, she keeps learning this stuff, man. I don't know. It has to be Disney Channel. Wonderful! You're doing all <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like it's like all of a sudden Spider-Man, and and I've told you multiple times that she's bananas over Star Wars. So oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, two things that man. I'm crazy over. Yeah, that, we we both are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool man, good stuff. Well, uh, I, I don't have a lot. Uh, man, I I played it, again. I'm almost there on Persona. I'm 101 hours in. I'm on some moment. I'm pretty much right before the point of no return, so I'm almost at the end. Uh, but I'll, I'll 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 update you when I finish it. Uh, but it's it's really good the twist. Uh, a big twist happened that kind of, it was spoiled to me almost a year ago because the game's been out in Japan since August of last year. Um and, and, you know, something got spoiled, but it wasn't a big deal. But the way it happened, that was pretty, pretty strong. Um, other than that, just played a, a little bit of a Final Fantasy Ten Two 2 on Vita. And I did watch something, Joel, that I have a review for. And I watched the uh, new Castlevania series that came out on Netflix. Oh, wow. Okay, yep. tell me all about this. So it's, it's, of course, they said it was an animated series. I wasn't expecting it to come out so soon because we've talked about it on on the podcast that that they were making this thing. Uh, And they came out with uh, a season. It's four episodes and they're about 25 minutes long. Um, So, and that's basically the the season one. Uh, They announced season two already and they said that that it will be eight episodes um, but I did watch all four, man. I watched two one night to the second night. Um, man. So if you're a Castlevania fan, you definitely need to check this out. Um, because it's really, it's really freaking good. Um, it's not, it's animated, but it's not for kids. You know, this is no, pretty, no. pretty violent. Uh, you know, it's very gory. Uh, you know, they, they a bunch of F-bombs are dropped. It's, it, it's really, really good. Um, it's probably the best Dracula thing that I've seen, or, or the best vampire theme thing that I've seen since probably, um, uh, is it Forty Days of Night? That movie that came out a while ago. Oh, that I'm was not in Alaska. Sure. Yeah, I think it was Forty Days of Night. Um, that movie is phenomenal. Uh, if you haven't seen it, um, but it, it's probably the best. It, it's in my opinion the best Dracula thing that I've seen since probably the the 90s movie oh wow wow uh, because it's re- it's really good um, and I'm not gonna go into any any spoilers but uh, it's basically the premise of of the series is Castlevania 3 for the NES uh, which is a prequel to Castlevania 1 uh, and it directly ties into Symphony of the night um, so it's basically, it uses a lot of the art design from Symphony of the Night, uh, but a little more westernized because it's it's western animation. It, it's it's fake anime, as some people would would say. It's like Avatar or Korra, which is kind of like anime themed, but it's not really anime. Um, okay, and um, and it's really good, man. Uh, animation is good. Music's good. Special effects, uh, you know, the visual effects are good. That intro is really cool uh the only the only gripe that i that i have with it right now is that it doesn't have it doesn't have castlevania music from the from the game that would that would have been that would have been freaking cool man that's Maybe a missed would've... opportunity yeah and 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 i heard people say that it, it's licensing like they, oh, could, okay. they could license the characters but it couldn't license the music um that's that, that's what i what i've heard um and i know and and there's a, a, a huge article, um, Adi Shankar did a, a huge Facebook post, uh, because a lot of people were criticizing, it, uh, the series, um, because they were saying it was like anti-Christian and, you know, an anti-religion and, and, in know, in a way, if you've seen Bram Stoker's Dracula and if you've seen any vampire thing, you know, you know what, what they're trying to say, um and uh and and i think it's it's absurd uh it's i think it's it's really well done what they did with it uh and and it's smart it's well written uh voice acting is really good the guy that plays trevor uh trevor belmont is the guy that played uh thorn on the uh on the hobbit oh wow <laughs> yeah so he yeah. plays uh trevor and and he i forgot his name um and it's he sounds really good and you know voice acting is phenomenal so um yeah man good stuff I highly recommend it again it's it's short and sweet it's 2 hours long uh it in, in, for the whole season uh on that man uh, I I I kept catching up on Jessica Jones <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 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 going to episode 13 so I'm at episode 12 so I'm just going to the season now to the finale uh, I'll watch it over the weekend I know it's been long overdue we've talked we've talked about it for so long it's just that whenever whenever i have time for myself i don't want to go to netflix i just want to play games
1: i totally respect that <laughs> I, totally, I feel like when it comes to a choice between watching something and playing something i always pick playing something because i really don't watch that much tv i'm very yeah. sensitive with that too but uh yeah that's cool what you mentioned with the castlevania stuff because the castlevania producer adi shankar is also the person who's producing the new assassin's creed series yes. Yep. Um. So if you're saying that you liked what they did with Castlevania,
0: the Assassin's Creed series as well, I, I'm sure then is in good hands. It, it's probably gonna be real good too. Yeah. Um. And this guy, um, it, it's well written, uh, and that's very important. And you're you're and we're talking about an adaptation of an of an eight bit eight bit NES game, which you know it has some some visual story to it, but it doesn't really have a script. And okay. It doesn't have a plot, and and to do that the way they did it, uh, they did it so so uh, it, it, they were very smart with the the writing, um, and it's really good. man. check it out. Nice, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So I know our so, first bit of yeah. news is a fun one. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna uh, talk about it, um, for you guys that uh, listened to our last last episode about uh, our our ten favorite games ever. Um, And and my my number one was Metal Gear Solid 3. So uh, real quick, Joel, we are uh, celebrating uh, an anniversary today. And it's the 30th anniversary of Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, Metal Gear was originally released back in uh, uh, July 13, uh, 1987. And uh, today's the uh, 30th anniversary uh, of the uh, first Hideo Kojima game. (laughs) kojima yeah so uh good stuff man i mean if you if you guys haven't checked out the original metal gear it it it, it games really really hard uh but again it goes back to kojima being a genius and um and creating something that was not there before uh which is basically the stealth genre Uh, i know that there there may have been some other pc games before it that had some stealth elements to it but nothing like this where you know you can finish the game by you know and and avoid confrontation with the exception of the bosses of course but uh but yeah joe uh 30th anniversary of metal gear um a, a bunch of people on twitter are 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 are, are, are going into the uh, konami account <laughs> and and just trolling it really hard and i was like oh how dare you celebrate this and and I was like, I, wow. I, 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 I jumped in, and I was like, "R.I.P. hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Middle Gear, Middle Gear Thirty, but you know, it's yeah, and uh, and and uh, a bunch of guys uh, fixing the, uh, um, uh, the uh, the the picture that was released by Konami for their anniversary and adding a Hideo Kojima game and Kojima productions and adding the Kojima stuff to it and then reposting it on the, uh, on the Konami account. So <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I, ha- I have to be part of it. So I jumped in this morning and I trolled Konami too. Oh, I
1: mean, it's, it's a passionate fan base because they did do something so special. I mean, 30 years and it's unfortunate that... It's a good thing that the game itself came to an end, even though they're trying to do that stupid survive game or whatever. No, yeah. that, that's... that's, I think all of, all fans are pushing that one off to the side, but to know that the, the franchise itself came to an end, you know, with the last, uh, you know, game, you know, that was a really solid way to end the game, but it was unfortunate knowing that behind the scenes that it had to end so ugly as it did. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so, it, I mean... You said yourself, Metal Gear Solid 3 is your favorite. I think my favorite would probably be Peace Walker because I, I was a PSP guy, as you know, and I, I loved playing that PSP. Yeah,
0: Peace Walker is real good, yeah. It's yeah.
1: really good. Um, but overall, I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal series.
0: Yeah, yeah. This this would also make a great like, animated Netflix thing. Eddie uh, Chankar, if you're listening. Yeah, that's a good there's idea. An, yeah. There's an idea for you. You already got... Ca- you, you already... Hashtag saved Castlevania.
1: <laughs> although you, so, did, although you, you know, it's possible that I can go straight to the big big screen. You know, I think Metal Gear Solid has the yeah. has the
0: storyline to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and let's hope that uh, Jordan Vote Roberts uh, comes through. You know, if he, let's let's see if he can deliver. So I agree. Yeah. So uh, Joe, uh, we got a we got a couple of uh, a couple of quick announcements that that came out too. Um regarding some movies. Go ahead with a uh with some info on that. Yeah, yeah. So it was funny, like two two different <laughs> competing, I guess you could say,
1: you know, universes between DC universe and the Marvel universe. It just so happened to go this way. Not that they did this on competing terms, but it's just ironic that the news came out that Disney says that their first ever four K Blu-ray is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, and so this makes perfect sense. James Gunn used specific uh, 8K camera technology when he filmed it. Uh, it's a beautiful film visually. Um, it, it makes sense for this to be the first HDR um, film to, to come out on this type of disc. So I'm glad for James Gunn to get the opportunity to let his film be showcased. You can when, when you watch it, you, you, you have the opportunity to watch it in all of its beauty or close to it as much as you can um as technology grows i think this disney when disney puts their their business inside 4k now like this is big i mean it was disney who made the adoption of blu-ray huge in general um you know before that was always dvds there were blu-rays but once disney got in the blu-ray business everyone started to follow i think this is a huge thing for the industry to have guardians of the galaxy kicking this off
0: yeah, uh, it was it was Disney basically who killed HD DVD when they announced that they were going to go Blu Ray exclusive. Yeah, um, and 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 the the great thing about this Joel is that it's it's done. It's locked. UHD Blu Rays will be a format now that Disney's in. Absolutely. Um, yeah so i was a little worried because disney uh, and and they did it with blu-ray too they didn't release blu-rays right away they waited about a year and a half two years to start releasing their stuff which is kind of like what they're making what they're doing now and um which is always smart you know especially with disney movies uh being um i would say not they they, because disney has this vault thing and you know you know how they are with their with their absolutely um and they were really smart on, on waiting. Yeah, but the great news is that if you're an adopter of UHD Blu-rays like I am, uh, you don't you don't have to feel bad about your investment. You don't have to be, feel bad about owning a, a device that would play this format. Um, now you have, you know, something to fall back. All right, Marvel movies are going to come out. Disney movies are going to come out. Um, you know, plus, you know, other studios. Sony is hard on it warner it's been hard on it i like i think everything warner since like they re-released man of steel when yep. uh when batman v superman came out man of steel came out and and um you know uh i've already seen uh best buy already has a wonder woman uh steel case 4k blu-ray that's coming out and yep you know there's a a lot of stuff with with um uh, WB they they really adopted the format, but uh, not not Disney. So now the my only concern, Joel, is like I'm really not gonna rebuy <laughs> a lot of stuff uh, <laughs> from Disney. I I still own a lot of Disney DVDs that that in my opinion look fine, and and I know my my daughter is gonna enjoy them regardless, uh, whenever she gets the chance to go through them. And <laughs> um and we do own a, a lot of Disney and Blu-rays, uh, but. Like, like, like I've always done from now on, you know, I, I if it's available on, on a UHD, I'll buy the UHD version, not the Blu-ray. And, and you know, you'll have both anyway, because it comes with a Blu-ray too, so it's fine. Um, which is great. Which is why that's yeah. a great point to, to
1: point out there, that if you're buying a 4K Blu-ray disc, you're also going to get a regular Blu-ray disc. The same thing they, did, they do with Blu-rays, if you buy a Blu-ray film, you get the DVD
0: discs so, as well, most of right. them. Most of them, yeah. I know that Disney, if you want to get the DVD, you have to buy like their premium box right. or, or whatever, they, their collector's edition. Um, but they do it on, on most movies, yeah, they do that. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. And, um, and, and, and the, huh? thing, the thing that segues into this is the other
1: film that you were mentioning with WB. Also, WB announced the same thing this week, that Christopher Nolan is, de- is developing a Dark Knight 4K uh,
0: remaster of the entire trilogy. Yeah, and and this one's huge because it's not this one. in, in my so the Garden Side the Galaxy News is great because it locks the format, right? Um, you have uh, basically the biggest studio in the world backing up of the format, so you know it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you got um, uh, Christopher Nolan. It's not just WB. is not ju- it's not just porting or re-releasing. Uh, the movies on 4k this is an actual remaster and nolan's involved with remastering these movies um so it's 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 pretty involved this is not you know this is not ghostbusters that sony went ahead and oh there's a, a 4k master put it on a disc and sell it uh this is you know they're they're going through the trilogy and and they're remastering and they're adding hdr um nolan said that the master that they have for uh, the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises are in 18K. Yep, because that's of right. the because of the uh, cameras they use. The they I, use yeah, the IMAX. IMAX cameras. Yeah, they use IMAX. So, so they they what what Nolan's saying is that through this remaster process, uh, with the 4K and adding HDR, the the picture that you're seeing with HDR is closer to a 6K image. Uh, so. I'm, because it's actually using, you know, your, your 16 by nine instead of your, uh, uh, um, uh, 21, six, uh, f- screen size. So I'm excited. Like I, this one, this I'll p- freaking pre-order, man.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this, one,
0: this one I'll pre-order. Cause I, this one's like, I, like day one pre-order, no going around it. Uh, the speculation is, oh, uh. Uh, Joe, we forgot. Garenster Galaxy is coming out August 22nd, I think. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then um, and then, um, there's no date on the Dark Knight trilogy, but Nolan says that before the end of the year. Yeah, he's, he used it during his publicity for
1: his new movie Dunkirk that's coming out, which is what I thought was interesting about this kind of announcement, that they purposely, they're using the name Chris Nolan, Chris Nolan developing this new Dark Knight uh, trilogy 4K Remaster. I was like, at first, I was thinking to myself, is it really necessary to have Chris Nolan's name like use to publicize this? But I understand that it's a it's a remaster, so they have gonna have to refix specific scenes um, that you know that in the, in the original um, export of the file. Now, obviously, yeah. it's not. It, like, even with it being in 4K, as amazing as this is, it's still not even at the highest resolution that it can be. Obviously, like you were saying, 18K was what it, uh, The Dark Knight Rises and The Dark Knight Self was filmed with, with those IMAX scenes. Yeah. So, like, you're still not even getting, like, the, the total, like, uh, pixelation that you could be having. I don't even know when it gets to a, ch- a point where eyes can't even tell the difference, but it's going to be... <laughs> Absolutely, I'm all for it. I'm not against this by any means. Uh, I, you know, we both own 4K televisions. You own a 4K uh, Ultra HD Blu ray player. I'll probably have one, I'm sure, very soon. Um, so I'm all about this for sure. Um, you know, I, I also would think it'd be cool, you know, for them purposely saying it's a remaster and they're going through this entire editing process of this film. My hope was that maybe they'll also add in some extra, maybe cut or deleted scenes, maybe to the film as well, to, to kind of That'll give extra incentive to give extra
0: incentive, you know, to get this this four K remaster. That would be a yeah. great opportunity. Yeah, if it, if this is a remaster, I know that there there's a bunch of stuff that got cut. Um, again, these movies are phenomenal. Like going from Batman Begins to uh, I I think the Dark Knight Rises is so criminally underrated absolutely that you know people need to watch this movie because it's i think that movie is phenomenal um so yeah i'm excited um they want purchase like i said i probably pre-order it when they whenever it gets announced because uh this is one of one of the one of those you know have to have kind of kind of items oh yeah Yeah. yeah yeah Cool. Yeah. So, Jill, the only the only uh the only uh, we do have a couple of gaming news to go uh to go over. Uh, uh, Blizzard announced that uh they they're having an official Overwatch League. Yes, they did. Um, and they this is gonna be you know starting up soon. There uh there's already uh seven teams that signed up. Um, you know from um you know all around the uh, the U.S. and Asia. Uh, so right now the uh, uh, the teams that sign up are Boston uh, are from from Boston, New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, uh the uh, Miami and Orlando areas, Shanghai and Seoul. Um uh Julia, the the local team, the Miami Orlando team is Team M- Misfits. Oh um, cool. Wow. Yeah, they they're the ones that uh that signed up for this. Uh but uh yeah, this is going to be this is going to be big. This is going to be this is going to be crazy big man uh they they do they they do crazy with um with hearthstone and it's a card game which is like to me i watch hearthstone and yeah it's good and i know it's a it's a good game but it's not exciting so just to have something as fast-paced and exciting as overwatch uh as as a fully fledged uh 100 percent you know um uh backed esports from the developer and you know developer publisher uh this is huge absolutely and blizzard when it comes to esports
1: now getting into this you know they they have their warcraft games and whatnot but but getting into this this esports arena i i can, i don't i don't see this thing having any problems i think it's just, just gonna keep going up and up and up there's gonna be more than seven teams i know that oh yeah This is just for the inaugural. It's cool to know that Miami Orlando is in on it early on, uh, but also that they're getting Asia in on it. That's a huge opportunity for the esports fandom to kind of bridge the U.S. and the Asia fan base as well. Um, So so I'm very excited about watching these
0: esports games. Uh, Maybe they'll show these things on uh, ESPN or something. Yeah, most likely most likely it's some some uh like espn2 uh will we'll probably show something um but uh it, it's it's big man uh there's big money on esports and you know as we all know you know uh, nba is going in it and uh I'll, 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 you look at people like rick fox and uh the type of advocacy they're doing it's it's phenomenal um and, and this is the this is future, man. I mean, yeah, you'll you, 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 you have your traditional sports that's never going to go away. But, um, you know, it's great to have this alternative for people that doesn't really like sports. You know, there's not... If you look at most of the gaming community, most of the gaming community were not really into sports. Uh, so to have a, a competitive event that uh, they they can look forward to that to them is more exciting than just regular sports. that's phenomenal man yeah and
1: and and to anyone who argues that this isn't a sport, you obviously are not familiar with these games because this is not just simply you pick it up and press some buttons. This is a strict skill sets you have to have. you have to have a mental stamina. you have to be very um good with even you your communication with your teammates. This is a, a very serious thing so I I'm, I'm so excited to see that eSports is growing
0: now adding in the Overwatch uh, family now. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, like I said it's going to be it's going to be big. Um and Joel the other the only other thing is that this weekend's uh, uh Evolution 2017. Yes. So they're I starting w- uh uh-huh, go ahead. Oh no, uh, you go you go ahead. No no, they're they're starting tomorrow. Uh Sunday will be the grand finals uh for all games and um and and the grand finals for street fighter 5 will be broadcasted on uh espn 2 oh wonderful wonderful i was the one i'm
1: looking at actually for super smash bros as you all heard from the last episode (laughs) so that's gonna be one i mean it's on the wii u but still i'll be uh i'll be very interested in seeing that
0: actually smash they have two they have the wii u and they have melee melee oh wow i I didn't see that yeah they have both um but, uh, so the games lineup for this year is Street Fighter V, Tekken 7, uh, uh, Guilty Gear XR, Rev 2, Injustice 2, uh, Melee and and Wii U uh, for Smash Bros., uh, Blue, Central Fiction, King of Fighters 14, and for the last time, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. So, wow. Yeah, so this is the last time they'll have uh, Ultimate Marvel, they'll, they'll move up to uh, Infinite. Uh, next year, yep, yep. So this is gonna be this is gonna be the the last time to the 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 last chance to determine who the best Marvel player is, uh, <laughs> which I think it's probably gonna be either Justin Wong or Chris G. Uh, I have a safe guess. Yeah, it's a safe guess. It's or, or Filipino champ. does um, this is like the top three. It's gonna be one of those guys. Uh, it's gonna <laughs> be fun to watch. Um, but I'm interested in seeing what happens on Street Fighter Joel because. Um, uh Street Fighter entries last year were over five thousand entries. Uh this year they're around three thousand. There I think it's like twenty eight hundred. So so we did take a pretty significant hit. Uh my opinion is that it took a hit because there's more games. Uh there's Tekken Seven. That's a phenomenal game that a lot of people are really hyped about. And in justin two is a new game. Uh Rev two of Guilty Gear is a it's it's a mind-blowingly great game. So uh, there's a lot of competition, and that's good. So hopefully this pushes Capcom into doing something uh, with Street Fighter and just getting getting a more robust update. And um, I know that they teased today uh, that they'll have three characters. Speculation is that it's going to be Sagat, Sakura, and Abigail from Final Fight. So we'll see what happens um you know with street fighter i'm 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 hoping they they turn it around because i man street fighter like i've said it's it's near and dear to my heart but i don't know they they really dropped the ball with the release on five yeah yeah and i know you said that they were having they were gonna have a panel but they canceled it they just announced that they, they're canceling their panel but um but their reveals and the their news are gonna still happen Okay, uh, so I'm not sure. And uh, Yoshinori Ono, um, the uh, producer for Street Fighter, is at is at Evo because he uh, he he just posted a picture a couple hours ago um, that he was at the uh, at the Mandalay Bay. So Ono uh, is is going to be there. Uh, I'm not sure what happened with the panel, but uh, we'll see. I know that the big the big thing that uh, a lot of people are talking about is that Arxis. Uh, and Namco are, are going in really hard on Evo Joe and they're, they're bringing more demos of, um, of that Dragon Ball, uh, the Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and, and a lot of people are really hyped for that game. Wow. Yeah, that's so for sure. Yeah. So they're bringing, they're bringing another demo. Uh, there's rumors that they're going to announce a beta. Um, they, of course, Capcom's going to bring in, uh, Marvel infinite. Um, they they still have around three months to fix to fix faces and and whatnot on that game um, <laughs> um we'll we'll see what happens uh I, the the thing that that's really hurting um Marvel's Capcom infinite even more than the than the graphics or or the faces uh, is the roster I feel that that roster is kind of weak yeah it's missing also of those x-men characters yeah. Yeah, they, they, they really much need it. So what people are saying is that uh Black Panther is gonna take over Wolverine's kinda like that that sort of moveset with the okay. you know, Berserker barrage and the claws and, and the way he he moves. So the, the the rumors is that Black Panther may take over the role that Wolverine was filling. Uh kinda like what um um nova and uh captain marvel are with magneto where they're kind of taking that move set and, and tweaking it a little bit um but, a good idea actually yeah i i don't know man i i, I so someone else uh, i heard this week joe remember we talked about it uh, uh two podcasts ago that um uh, about um uh, rose um, combo fiend saying that people didn't remember the X Men and 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 Marvel saying and people speculating that oh it's because of Fox and Marvel can't use the X Men and all this stuff. So I heard this week uh, it was either early this week late last week um, that um, the guy from, the guy from Marvel I forgot his name that he used to be a Capcom guy um, but he's doing the Marvel uh, side now. Uh, for games, and he said that they're 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 free to use whatever Marvel characters from whatever Marvel universe they they can use it. Oh so, wow! So I really don't know what's going on. Um, again, people are saying, oh, this may be that we're they're gonna sell an X Men pack, and uh, you know, you you're gonna have like an X Men DLC pack, but. I don't know, man. Um, fighting games are cool. Again, this, uh, <laughs> Evo starts tomorrow, goes all the way through Sunday. Uh, I'm, go- I'm looking to see if I can find a schedule so I can, uh, so I can see what the, what the final schedules like. Um, yeah, it should out. be on their site. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so to segue to one of the, the next stories here that I want to bring in is story. You texted me actually about when it came out yeah uh, so squirrel girl is coming to marvel's newest uh series that they're launching on the go 90 network uh it's marvel's new warriors and they kicked off the announcement of marvel's new warriors that it's a it's a series that's in progress a 10 episode series uh about the new warriors and they immediately listed off who their cast are um specific with the headliner being that squirrel girl is leading and that she's a character that will be a part of the new warriors um the cast you know i'm not all too familiar with all of them uh the lady who plays squirrel girl i, I know this sounds funny but the way i'm familiar with her is the at&t commercials that they always had yeah. um you know she <laughs> i know i i know that outside of that you know she's very much an activist and, and her, her story is very amazing uh, and also I know that people said so she's in shows like This Is Us, and so some of the other people also have, uh, the other actors they have are also uh, names that people would be familiar with, um, so they have experience which is what's positive um, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm not crazy familiar with the New Warriors it's not something that I'm going to pretend to know everything <laughs> about uh, but I will say that it's smart to have a ground another grounded storyline on a television style kind of um, you know, uh, series you know, rather than try and go you know, big with it, you know, having something a little more grounded, just like the Netflix shows are more grounded New Warriors is a very grounded series Um, you know, Squirrel Girl represents the fans Uh, she's a very big fangirl character yeah. So, you know, her her powers are the powers of squirrels, you know, the same part of the squirrels has, so she's very agile jumping around, but she also <laughs> can, can control a, a legion of squirrels, she knows them by name, those are some things that I'm always familiar with with her character, but uh, a lot of the other characters not crazy familiar with, um, like in the, you know, I know their names of their characters, but I'm not familiar all that much with their backstory. So I'll, I'll give this a chance, obviously, because it's Marvel. So all things Marvel. I mean, up, Cloak and Dagger is also coming out on the Go90 network. That's the first Marvel series coming on there, and that looked really good from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm hyped about
0: this. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I texted you because, like, oh my God, Milana Vayntrup, she's a <laughs> girl. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So I was, I was having a bit of a nerd gasm there. <laughs> and, uh, and she's really she's really funny and she's really cute so I think she's perfect for for Squirt Girl oh yeah yeah very yeah. very very smart casting yeah so uh, good stuff yeah uh, so Joe looks like uh, looks like uh, Melee it's gonna run through Saturday and then uh, Sunday at 3pm will be the uh, Smash Bros for Wii U Wii U yep um, finals um, and then Street Fighter's at 7 that's the grand final For Street Fighter, that's gonna be on uh, on ESPN too. Um, But yeah, if you guys wanna check out Evo on Twitch and then ESPN on Sunday, and they're they're gonna keep streaming on Twitch uh, over over the whole weekend. So oh for sure, uh, definitely check it out um, if you're into uh, competitive gaming or fighting games. Normally this is the time that I jump back into fighting games. We'll see what happens. (laughs) I know you're finishing out your Persona stuff. Yeah, I I may yeah I, I'm hoping I'm hoping I, I can finish it this week. It's just it's taking it's taking so long. It, it's it's not not that it's getting me because the story is being satisfying so far, but it's 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 long and it's like I need I need a bre- I'm ready for a break. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're ready to try a new game. Um, what What's the other one that you bought when well, you bought Persona that you you still haven't opened? I thought near near near
0: near Automata. Yeah, uh, I I still haven't I still haven't opened it. It's still shrink wrapped,
1: which is smart because <laughs> you want to make sure you finish what you finish with Persona, and then you
0: when you jump into that, like you already completed your last game. Exactly, and and then I have a then I have a you know a few few PSN things that I that I really want to. Uh, from ps plus that i really want to check out we'll see uh man time i know time's, time's valuable <laughs> <laughs> sound like dr strange now it's time and it's time yeah right <laughs> that's funny all right man uh good stuff so joel uh where can everyone find us absolutely good stuff as always
1: guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of no low time uh with myself and obed uh, please make sure you stay connected with us through the power of social media. You can make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, Twitch, at Time. That's at nolotime. Uh, you can also be sure that you can uh, send in any emails, any feedback, uh, questions you might have to nolotime at gmail.com. That's no time at gmail.com. Feedback's huge to the show. It's the way that we grow. And any questions or comments, we love to hear from you guys. We also want to make sure that you guys uh, are up to date on when we have these latest episodes. We've been good enough to keep ourselves faithful to have it come out each week. Um, but we want you to stay, the, the way you know the episode's out right away is by being subscribed. And the only way to be subscribed is if you're on an Android. You can subscribe to the Google Play Store. You can search No Load Time and find us there. As well on iTunes if you're on an iPhone. Um, subscriptions are awesome, and so we, we really appreciate you guys listening to our show.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Drop us a line. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Again, we're we're still we're still planning this thing out and and hoping for the best, so... If you guys can give us some feedback, that would be greatly appreciated. So, Joel, as always, I like to end the show with a song of the show. And I'm going to try and do something a little bit different this time. It's actually uh, a classic song that's used in a game. So this song's Fly Me to the Boon, originally (laughs) written, written by Bart Howard and Kay Ballard and popularized by the one, the only Frank Sinatra uh but this is diversion from bayonetta um, okay i came out in uh ps3 and 360 and recently on pc so you guys enjoy and uh thank you for much f- thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time yeah see you guys next time thank you